The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. And Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say, they were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. From the cloud came a voice, This is my beloved son, listen to him. Suddenly looking around, they no longer saw anyone but Jesus alone with them. As they were coming down from the mountain, he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. The Gospel of the Lord. can be a bit of a scary thing to reflect on how quickly our life can go from one day where we're perfectly happy, no problems, blue skies, sunny weather in front of us, and the next day we get turned upside down and everything is just terrible. Six months and a day before my grandfather died, it was just that. He was happy doing what he normally does, probably going out for lunch with my grandmother, just enjoying the day. And then he went to bed that day and woke up the next day and had a doctor's appointment and found out that he had an aggressive form of bone cancer. Six months after that, he passed. During that time, my grandmother suffered... I think as much, maybe even more, in, in one sense than my grandfather did as the cancer took away his strength and ultimately his life. She didn't suffer, obviously, in the same way, but she saw someone that she loved deeply who was suffering. And the reason I say that I think maybe it was even a little more tough for her is because she had to be the strong one to be there to take care of him, to try to lift his spirits up, when hers were being attacked. And all that changed, just it was flipped in a day. It is a scary thing to think about. But I think it's worthwhile reflecting on for a couple of reasons. One, I think that when we realize how quickly our lives can change, it, it helps us to focus on how much we should feel blessed for the things that are good in our lives right now, right? To not take them for granted. I mean, any of us who've been sick know that I can't take my health for granted. I'm in this this time of COVID. And then I think there are some other reasons, but before I get into that, I just want to look at the fact that 
One of the things that my grandmother realized taking care of my grandfather is that she never blamed God. And in fact, I firmly believe that God is not the source of anything evil in our lives. He can't be. We have a God who's good. God did not bring cancer to my grandfather. That was sin. That was living in a fallen world where we have things like cancer and disease and sickness. It wasn't coming from God, but sometimes maybe we hear that, well, God allows these things so that he can test us. I don't believe that either. It's not that God doesn't test us, but to me that seems like a God who is maybe not so kind to test us in, in, a, in a mean way like this. Why does God allow these things? I don't know. That's a mystery. I know there's some little things that give us insight into that. But what I do believe is that it's not because he wants to test us in this way. That's what the devil, I think, would like to get us to believe. When we go through suffering, he wants us to just see the suffering. He wants us to feel like we're alone. He wants us to feel like there's no end to it. He wants to totally crush us as much as he can. But he doesn't want us to know that intrinsic with human suffering is being tested. Because he knows that if we realize that, we're going to realize that we're actually in a school of love. Because that's what the test is all about. The six months that my grandmother took care of my grandfather, she learned about how deep her love was for her husband. She learned about how much she would do for him, how far she could go, much further than she ever thought would have been possible. God knew how much my grandmother loved, how much my grandmother loved her husband much my grandmother loved God. The person that didn't know that, at least not with the certainty that she would have later, was her. That's what the test did for her. It helped her to see how big her love was. It gave her an opportunity to see God coming into her life in profound ways. Like I said, the devil wants us to think that the the God's not present there. And sometimes it's hard to see that. But I really think God doubles down when we're suffering. Because he knows suffering inside and out. That's how he bought your salvation. That's how he bought my salvation on the cross. In the first reading, we hear Abraham, the classic story, Abraham and Isaac, Why did God allow that test for Abraham? He knew how righteous Abraham was. He knew exactly what Abraham would do. But you know who didn't know? Abraham didn't know. But when he went through that trial, that ordeal, when he went through that test, it changed him. Do you want to be men and women who love and big ways I do 
Well, if we want to live in love in big ways, that means we have to have that love that we can give. And I need to know that I have it so I can give it to you. That's what God was teaching Abraham on that hill today. He was transforming Abraham to be more Christ-like. That's what the test does. It transforms us. Oh wait, there's a better word than what it does to us. It transfigures us. When Jesus went up that mountain and he showed his transfigured body to Peter, James, and John, he was showing them what was waiting for them. That they would be brought into his life that we would be transfigured like him in heaven. Where there is no suffering, there is no hurt. Where does that leave us, I guess? Maybe the, the next time that we find ourselves going through a trial, suffering, being present to someone we love who's suffering, that it reminds us that we're not alone, that there is good that God can draw out of this evil thing. And that there's a beautiful gift that God wants to give us. A heart bursting with love.